I felt the Lord laid this on my heart, and I want to share it with you in preparation for our time of communion. Now, let me say this. I believe that the Spirit of God is wanting to do something wonderful. He is already at work in a wonderful way in the context of our congregation here. The Spirit of God is wanting to work in an incredible way. But I believe that we need to check that our hearts are in the right place before the Lord. So I felt the Lord laid on my heart that I should just briefly touch on this verse of Scripture. And so here it is. It's in Proverbs 4, verse 23, if you can turn there so long. Proverbs 4, verse 23. And uh, I usually read from the New King James Version. I'm reading from the NIV Version. It says here, above all else, God your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Now, that probably just went right past you, perhaps. But take a look. It says, above all else. In other words, this is something of very high importance. Above all else. This is a really big priority. A very big principle that we have been taught here. Above all else, it says, excuse me, those three words. God, your heart. Say that with me. God, your heart. One more time. God, your heart. Please tell the person next to you, God, your heart. Tell them that. We need to God our hearts. We really do. This is such a powerful verse, and there is so much wisdom contained in this verse. And you know, folks, just as your physical heart pumps blood to all the parts of your body, just in the same way, your spiritual heart, if we can call it that, pumps into your whole life. And that's why our spiritual heart, we need to watch over. We need to be diligent over that. Guard it. Be diligent over your heart. Guard over it. Watch over it with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. I want to tell you that your heart is like a... Uh, it's like a flow. It's like a spring. Out of it flow the springs of life. And we have a balloon busy floating across the service here. And it's a heart. I've seen a lot of things in church, but I ain't seen this before. Whose balloon is that? Don't say it's the Lord's balloon. Well, it, you know. Please guard that heart. Well, let it bounce around. This is going to be a message you ain't never going to forget. You ain't never going to forget. So it can bounce around. Have fun. And so as your physical heart pumps blood into all of your body, so your spiritual heart is pumping into every aspect of your life. Another version, uh, the New Living Translation says, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. I want you to hear that phrase. Listen to what your heart does. 
Your heart determines the course of your life. Now, I believe that there may be some people here today and you have veered off course. Think about that. You have veered off course. Because it says that your heart will determine the course of your life. There could be people here today that you actually, when you think about it, you are in the wrong place. You've ended up outside of the course of God for your life. You've veered off course. Because your heart directs the entire course of your life. But you know what? There is grace in God. And no matter how off course you may be, I want to tell you that God can get you back on track. And this is a moment in God of dealing with your heart, that your heart would be gold, if I can put it that way, that your heart would be shiny and clean before the Lord. You see, our hearts can be contaminated by many things. Jealousy. You become jealous about somebody. Your heart can be contaminated. You become discontented in life. Your heart can be contaminated. You start comparing this one and that one, and you say, well, this one, they just seem to, you know, they have it better, and, and it's great with them, and, but, you know, and, and look how well it's gone in their career. You start comparison like that, and you're not God in your heart, and you know what? Your whole life can become muddied. The waters of your life can become muddied. I want to tell you that God wants your heart to be a pure stream that flows and that touches and affects your entire body and also will your spiritual body and those around about you. Sometimes we can be clogged up in our hearts by offense. Would you say the word offense? You know what? I could be wrong, but I'm of the opinion that offense is on the increase in the world today. So many people quick to be offended. Get offended at this and the next thing. And it's almost like offense, offense has become a national sport. <laughs> there is so much offense. I want to tell you, child of God, you should not be quick to be offended. It is not God's plan. Because you live in a higher realm with the Spirit of God and the fruit of the Spirit of God in your life. And so I want to make it clear that Christians, we should not be quick to be offended. And in terms of this, I want to encourage you that you have the Spirit of God empowering you to overcome offense. It says in Colossians 3 verse 13, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Let me say in a few moments... I'm going to give an opportunity for us to bring anything in our hearts before the Lord where we may have allowed some, some little bit of poison into our hearts, any bit of offense in our hearts, because God is wanting to manifest His Spirit and the move of His Spirit here in our context and in our city, and I believe that God is saying today that there are some people that are hindering the flow of His Spirit because they're carrying this grudge. They're carrying this offense. And yes, we do face many and varied things in lives. In our lives, we do face disappointment in our life. I want to tell you, I, just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean that I'm immune to facing disappointment. Not at all. I'm just like you. And in terms of that, 
I began to, in early years of my ministry, I began to face disappointment because things were not turning out the way I felt they should turn out, the way I expected, and so I was facing huge disappointment. But I can also tell you this, that by the grace of God, God helped me to guard my heart. And I'm so grateful to it because my course of my life could have veered way off course if the Lord hadn't helped me to guard my heart. And I also want to say to you this, that in that time of disappointment, I never blamed God. I did not blame God. I want to say to you, be very careful in the circumstances that you might find yourself in, disappointing, tough circumstances. Never, ever blame God because God is good and His mercy endures forever. Never blame Him. There might even be some people under the sound of my voice that you are actually offended at God today. And I want to say to you, give up that mistaken tone of distrust and confess it to the Lord and say, Lord, no, no, no. I am just going to believe in you. I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to believe in your goodness. And so we need to guard our heart. By the way, guarding of our hearts is kind of like looking after your little vegetable patch or your little vegetable garden. Now, can I see by a show of hands, how many of you actually have a little vegetable patch or a little bit uh, a vegetable garden? Raise a hand if that's you. Okay. And uh, how many of you, you don't have that, but you've just got a bush of chilies growing in the garden? Anything like that? Okay. <laughs> but in terms of that, do you realize that you have to fertilize the good plants? You have to fertilize them that you, and you have to water them. But then the little weeds that begin to come out, it's like guarding over your heart. When you see the little weed, no, you have to take that weed out. And you have to take that other little one out. And five days later, there's another little weed and you have to take it out. It's God in your heart. If you don't take out those weeds, you know what will happen? <laughs> the weeds will take over the entire garden and bring uh, pain and destruction into your life. I remember my dad was talking to a gentleman. And he was facing a major struggle between the business partner that he was in. He was an unsafe business partner, and this guy was a Christian that my dad was talking to. And so this thing was so eating at this man that, that, that my dad was talking to, that my dad eventually said something interesting to him. He said, listen, my brother, don't let your spirit get defiled. <laughs> but they owe me money, and it's this, and it's that, and the next thing. And he said, what does it help if you get some money back, X amount on the rand, but your whole life has gone off course because your spirit has become defiled? I want to tell you, the Holy Spirit is talking to hearts today that we should not allow defiled spirits within us because we are resenting, we are angry towards somebody else. But I want to tell you, the good news is as you carefully watch over your heart, it will be a flow of life and peace. So to the Spirit, and you will receive life and peace. And I want to remind you today that from your heart, God wants pure water to be flowing. And it can be the reality because of Jesus, His righteousness, the grace of God, and you walking in forgiveness, that pure water can flow out of your heart. Come on, somebody give the Lord a hand of praise. And so when God says you need to watch over your heart, 
He enables you to be able to do that. You might say, well, why should I guard my heart? Because the pure in heart shall see God. Matthew 5 verse 8 says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So I'd like to ask that we take a moment to examine our hearts right now. I'm certainly not asking you to go and dig for something that is distant or dealt with or under the blood or anything like that. But chances are the Holy Spirit has already been working as I've been sharing. Maybe a thought came to mind of something that happened where you were disappointed. And so I want to give you an opportunity that in your heart, just privately, that you would deal with that in prayer in your heart before the Lord. And so... Maybe there is a little, small little weed, or maybe there's a weed that's become bigger. Maybe there's something not helpful. Maybe there's something just affecting you. Maybe you were abandoned by somebody. Maybe you were affected financially. Maybe somebody spoke hurtful words. And, and in a moment's time, I'm going to invite you to stand. If you purpose in your heart that, God, I want to guard my heart and deal with that so that there's no thing in my heart, no grudge. No offense, nothing that I'm holding against that person. And you might say, John, well, why do you want us to stand? I, I want to invite you. Well, you don't have to stand if you don't want to. But I want to invite you to stand because there is something decisive when you actually say, yep, that's me. And I'm saying, God, would you help me in this respect? And you say, well, John, if I stand, then later on when I get home, my wife's going to ask me, what did you stand for? What's the problem? All right, please don't do that. All right, husbands and wives, just give some space for God to work in their lives, okay? So in a moment's time, I'm going to invite you to stand, and this is to stand to deal with something in your heart that you feel you need to just take that little thing out, and you need to forgive that person and give it to God so that you are God in your heart. And I believe that there'll be many people that will stand and may I invite you, if that's you, that you just stand right there where you are in your chair right now. Won't you stand right where you are? And then straight after this, we are going to serve communion. I know that we're going a little bit over time. But I want to point out that the Holy Spirit has been working in the service. And He knows what He's doing here today. If there's anybody else that wants to stand, take your opportunity to stand right now. So, dear Lord, I thank you that you are working in people's hearts. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Lord, you want to reveal and manifest more of your glory in our midst. And so I believe that you're just touching on our hearts today, and you're giving an opportunity just to deal with that. So, for everyone that's standing, I want to invite you to pray this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I choose to forgive. And release today. I choose to tear up that note that says that somebody owes me. And I give it into your hands. You are the righteous judge. Lord, forgive me for holding offense, bitterness, resentment towards that person. Now you just picture that person in your mind right now. It might be one person, it might be two or three or four, 
Just see their face in front of you and under your breath, just say their name and just release them now. Release that person. Release the next person. Release the next person. Now carry praying on, carry on praying after me. Lord Jesus, I forgive. 